When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This, this is The Rich Eisen Show. I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. With guest host, Ryan Leaf, live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. The Rich Eisen Show. And if you don't have a, a, a sense of excitement about this, I don't know what you're here for. I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best, I'm the best. Earlier on the show, ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington. Coming up, USA Today MLB columnist Bob Nightingale. Plus, NFL Network reporter Steve Weish. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ryan Leaf. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. My name is Ryan Leaf, filling in for Rich as he, uh, I think this is the last day he's going to be gone, right? He'll be back next Monday. No, no, he's he's finishing the whole Olympics. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's out next week, too. So am I here all next week? Great question. I don't think we know who's coming huh. out next week. Well, you know what? I'll just uh, I'm just gonna stay here, like yeah, like Jeff like out. Jeff Darlington sleeping on his boat. I'm just gonna sleep on the couch over there. I'll yeah, get up. I think you know, that's great. Just wake me up, tap me on the shoulder, say Ryan, do three hours of radio real quick. TV, go we've back got, to sleep. We've got couches. We've got cable. You Make know, some ribs. Got water. Whatever. You need. TJ Jefferson here with us. What up, though? Jason Feller on the ones and twos. Hey. Uh, Chris Brockman. Uh, Hootie who? My it's my mother's seventieth birthday. This, okay. this trip. Happy birthday, Mrs. Leaf. Oh, Mrs. Leaf turned 70. Um, you're not supposed to say women's ages, though, so I'm sorry. I should probably shouldn't have said that. It's my mother's birthday. Uh, it's your mother's 30th birthday. She, it's her 30th birthday. Uh, my mom's older than me, um, or younger than me. <laughs> what her, her wish, her what she wanted for her birthday is she wanted a family portrait of her boys. Now, this woman, who had four younger sisters growing up, had... Three boys, and me, and Jeffrey, and Brady, and of course my dad around, so us four, and then I gave them a grandson in MacGyver. So she wants a professional family portrait that we're doing tomorrow morning at the LA Aboratum. Is that what it's called? The Aboratum? It's like the like uh, botanical gardens or something like that. I don't know. You got me. Well, anyway, it's going to be a lovely backdrop, and in this this photo is uh, is and MacGyver's all all excited about it. So that's awesome. All right, now, what is the wardrobe for this? Are we suiting and booting, or what's the scoop? It's going to be more casual, but Mom has come with uh, whatever it's... Look, I just know I have, I'm, I'm being required to wear a navy blue type of shirt. Okay. Whether that's a button-up or... So there are instructions. There are instructions, what, what yes. I am not in control of anything. You're not just showing scheme. up at come as you are, like Kirk no. Cobain said, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'll probably be more prepared for that than I was for this 
uh, the show. <laughs> First time I came here, I wore a white sweatshirt, and apparently you can't not wear a white you sweatshirt sh- on you television. Shouldn't, so, you shouldn't wear yeah. only white on TV. Yeah, that's uh, that's. Does, it, uh, does your does your mother come down here and visit often? Like, well, how often is she in Los Angeles here? Well, now that the grandson has made the appearance, you know, the last three and a half years, she has, they have been around a lot more because yeah. it's their only grandchild and, yeah. uh, and he's the sweetest little thing in the world. So I, I shouldn't say little, I mean, he's the size of, uh, he's a giant. No, he's yeah. a giant. He's, he's a the size bit, of a nine, a nine year old. Yeah. He's little in age only. Yeah. <laughs> and he is, uh, he's excited when, when his, when his grandparents come, he calls him Coco Papa. Mm-hmm. That's what the, that's what their nicknames are. Spent Love the whole it. day at the pool yesterday, just swimming with, with, you know the, what I've, I've never understood is someone who, like, I was very close to my grandparents. Like, my grandfather was, like, my best friend. And I'm watching my friends that have babies interact with my friend's parents. How do babies know who their grandparents are? And how do they get so attached to them so quickly? It's just amazing to me. Like, they know out of everybody in this world that they see these people right here. Those are my go-to. I'm going right. to latch on to you. Because I know I'm going to get all the love. Like, how does a baby know who its grandparents? Are? I, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't know how that works. I just the 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 care and comfort and love that it's expressed, I guess. And there, and as Chris will attest to this, when you have a kid, you you quickly realize how much smarter that these little babies are than oh any God. of us. <laughs> the, their development is crazy. They understand everything. They know they know where their bread's buttered too, and they know gram, if they figure out who right. grandma and grandpa is. Exactly. They know <laughs> yeah, where yeah, they know TJ, where their bread's buttered. They know who their grandparents are because they're the ones not telling them no. Yep. <laughs> they're, they're not, <laughs> and they're the ones that give them everything. Oh, 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 look, look, mom. We don't really give him that at this hour. Oh no, it's my grandson. He can have that. Like, oh, that's not the rules. Like you're screwing up everything that we're trying to lay out for this guy. <laughs> and what's funny about that concept is how adherent to the rules they wanted me to be growing up. Right. You know, right, right. And now they're like. Right. We're going back to the hotel. If he stays up till midnight, it's that's not on us. You know, yeah. we're not here to deal with that anymore. We are we're all in on 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 babying our our, our only grandchild. So yeah, you're going to ruin our life if you do X Y Z right now. Yes. but they don't care. Well, yeah. speaking of because ruining ruin their life, speaking so. of ruining somebody's life, whoever else is in that tight end room in Jacksonville, their oh, lives, baby, their lives may be oh, being ruined my now. Goodness. Mike Hoskins, get this video ready because. I'll tell you what, fantasy drafts are coming up in about a month, people. I know you got Kelsey out there, you got Darren Waller out there. Who Kittles. Are, who are, yeah, yeah, George Kittle. We got John U. Smith now in New England. We got those top tight ends. But people, when you're thinking about your TE1 for fantasy, look no further. Oh, my God. Jacksonville, number 85. Just take the video, Mike. Saw this on Twitter today. Trevor Lawrence is just rolling to his left, avoids the rush, throws a dime, and Tebow makes a diving catch for a touchdown in the back of the end. Tim Tebow, people, can play tight end in this league. Ten-plus touchdowns this year. Book it. Book it, huh? Your description versus TJ's description. Mike Hoskins. Very different. Michael Hoskins, can we play that? video again and i'll tell you what i happened that's not wait wait that's see. not what you saw you didn't that, see trevor lawrence could, could we see expertly avoid could we see the that again rush Mike? of his jaguar defenders roll to his right, left now, here's what i see i see a guy a bunch of guys holding pads standing there while trevor kind of steps to his left he throws a pass tebow does catches it and i wouldn't say he dove as much as he caught it and fell 
Um, that's how I saw the play well, happen. And now I I, I want to uh, say both of you are are speaking in hyperbole. All right, so you are you are over the top in a, in a, in a, in the optimistic. I'm very hype but, right now. But you are but you are being you're, you're you're adding pessimism to it too. That's really athletic to catch the ball like that and fall down. <laughs> you're seriously that way. It is. That's super athletic. He didn't look uncomfortable. He didn't fall over ass over tea kettle. He caught it, kind of slid down. That looked he athletic. It and fell. Well, it, right? it hit him right in the face mask and then doink off for an interception. No, 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 no. 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 Trevor Lawrence throws a beautiful hard ball. It was on a di- it was on a rope, frozen rope into the end zone. Probably twenty yards, right, Ryan? What do you think? This- 20, oh, yeah, he's on the 20. It's 20, probably about and, and 25 T- yards. Or. Tebow's in the back of the end zone, you maybe 20. Almost 30. Yeah, Brockley says he's being rushed. rushed. As, they came up and stopped. As guys with so, <laughs> pads <laughs> are standing there. So, right, so first off, right, um, <laughs> like Trevor Lawrence wouldn't have been able to throw that ball. Okay, just we'll make that point out. In an clearly. actual game scenario, he definitely gets sacked. Right, he gets sacked. <laughs> hey, let's, let's take this story. Positive. It's Positive Friday. Yes, I mean, is that a thing? Positive uh, Friday. We, well, we were we were heavy earlier in the week, so yeah, we yesterday tried to, was positive Thursday. Yeah, we, so we're just we're, kind of carrying it over. To trying to and it's usually positive shows when I'm here, right? Yeah, Where it's a positive thing, right? You know. So yeah. So let's. So TJ, let's go towards the positive here. All right. Then you know what I saw? I saw the future of football, folks. I saw. Thank you, Johnny Sunshine with his long hair, Trevor Lawrence. I saw young Nino, Tim Tebow. Make a catch that yes. Dwight Clark could only dream oh, of making. Dwight who? That Randy Moss would looked at and went, please. That Tony Gonzalez and Rob Gronkowski and all the other oh, great Gronk, tight ends I went. About Gronk. I yeah, wish Gronk, Gronk doesn't make that play. No. no, no, no. Joe Montana doesn't make this throw. Tom Brady doesn't make this throw. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is rolling to, to his, his left, left, throws across. Like I know how away difficult from his that body is. To the right, yes. this is an impossible throw. Let alone for a rookie. Look, Trevor Lawrence MVP. Tim Tebow, ten plus touchdowns, All Pro, comeback player of the year if there is one. Yep. Come, oh yeah, comeback automatically. If he, has ten, if he has ten plus touchdowns, oh he's comeback player of the year. Automatic player of the year, thirteen and four, Jacksonville, guaranteed AFC Championship game. So Let's go. There's a chance. <laughs> Too much? He is super optimistic. Too, right. super optimistic. too, too much? Too much. Too much. <laughs> well, if we're going to be optimistic, then it's never too much. And the thing is, right? I guess my, my larger point about all this is, is like, it's now that time of year. We've gone six months without football. Right. And now that training camps are opening up this week, all the reporters are there. We're seeing like grainy Zapruder type <laughs> like film from camp of like guys throws. Like I, I just saw one a minute ago of Justin Herbert. Like, the guy must have been 100 yards away, but all you see is this little tiny UFO flying through the air 70 <laughs> yards. It's like Herbert threw a bomb for a touchdown, and everyone's freaking out. It's that type of year, so any type of football, I don't care what it is, little grainy cell phone. I mean, iPhones obviously are, are amazing. But look, let me just look at this picture, people, on, T, on Peacock. Let me describe it to you. His <laughs> muscles in his forearms have muscles on tops of the muscles. Like There's no room for his veins He's so jacked. All pro. It's descriptive. I might say 12 touchdowns. 12 touchdowns. Look at his hands. He's got. I mean, you're they're open. They're, they're open. He has he's, them. He's yes, accepting he, the football. He has two pair of hands. I, they, don't, they, don't seem, hands they, they don't seem incredibly large, You've but they're open. You've heard about Kyle Pitts and his hands and his wingspan. All right. He is nothing compared to Tim Tebow. 
Now that that's that's wrong, right? Too much? <laughs> no, that's that one. I mean, like that's a, that's wrong. I just want to make sure that like that's wrong. Like, like I have a long wingspan. Like I can't keep it in the shot, can we? No, no. All right, so I have a long wingspan. Okay. Plus, you have like saucers, like the the mitts. Mitts. The your mitts. Hands, your hands are enormous. Yeah. Come on, Mike. Get, look at the mitts here. They cover up my face. Remember? Yeah. Do you remember what your hand measurement was? It was like ten combine? and a quarter. Or Jeez, ten and a quarter. Yeah. Like we could go do the combine. Like next time I'm hosting here, guys, let's do like the con combine measurements, and then, then then like next April, like around the time of the combine or or whatever, and we won't announce my name. We'll just announce the measurements. <laughs> we'll just see where you are. So we just had a quarterback walk in here, six seven, two twenty five, ten and a quarter hands. For, by the way, you'd be the number one overall pick. I, I could be the number one overall pick just because of that. Because I, I mean, I could st and I could still go out like in shorts against nobody. I could still throw a seventy yards. Like, oh I mean, yeah, you could probably have a sixty-five for sixty-eight. Like you know, yeah. pro day yeah. <laughs> performance. Well, Ryan's yeah. hands are so big. Everyone, you know how you have that fifth pocket in your jeans that's real little. That is the size of Ryan's normal pocket. You see, like that. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm, I'm glad super we're talking. I'm he's super hyped. I'm about super him. hyped for camp videos. I mean, I'm just kind of I'm going over right, the top on purpose for Tebow just because it's fun. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if he'll really make the team, but it's really cool just to see him out there. And I'm just excited for football. Well, I'm going to tell you something right now. Mostly, he's catching the ball from the guy that's going to be the starter. So that means he's getting starter reps, though. Ah, good point. Ah, I didn't even think about that. Good point. That's different. Now, if that was Gardner Minshew or somebody else throwing in the ball, good point. Then I might go, eh, you know, but no, that's the that's the presumptive starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars throwing a behind, uh, you know, back of the end zone touchdown to Tim Tebow, and when given an opportunity, I don't care however TJ thinks he stumbled, felt he caught the ball for a touchdown, um, in, in practice. I just wouldn't say he dove and made a catch. No, I wouldn't call that a dive either. Yeah. I'd call that a catch and a slide. Or a fall? Nope, wasn't a fall. <laughs> Look at it. Look, you are with that. It's a catch. It's a very athletic, very athletic tone. All right. All right. We got a caller real quick who wants to get in uh, before we get to Bob Nightingale and talk some major league baseball. All right. It is our buddy Sully from Hermosa. What's up, my man? <laughs> Welcome to the show, what? Sully from Hermosa. But he's from LA now, isn't he? He's from Las or Vegas. Las Vegas. Now. Las Vegas now. Vegas. Yeah. Okay. What's up, Sully? Vegas. What's up, fellas? First time, Sully. long time. Let me start there. First burr, time, burr, long time. Burr, burr, burr. TJ Brockman, how we doing, fellas? Let's what keep up, the all positivity going. <laughs> My man. Ryan, you know how I feel about you. I love you very much. I have no problem telling people that, and especially on this platform. It's always good to see you in the chair. A little less of you now because you're all leaned up. Hard work <laughs> and dedication. You know, Ryan, you touched on a lot of things. In the beginning of the show, I'm very excited that you got to connect with the Chargers. We've had some nice conversations about that. You belong in that organization. You did reach your goal. And then what TJ said to you, and then the caller after TJ, really sparked me to call in. Ryan, you've created a completely different Ryan Leaf over these past nine years. It's been an honor to be able to walk this path with you. And the man that you are today is an example of how this thing works a day at a time, right? You get to get in there. You get to follow some new dreams that maybe you didn't have about calling games, hosting national radio shows. You play golf every single day. I think you're going to go on the, the Nike.com tour. I don't even know what it's called anymore. <laughs> Corn Ferry. And the guy, the guy that called in from your home state, and you could hear the crack in his voice, to me, is what this thing's all about. You have a platform, Ryan, 
You live a beautiful life. You're a powerful example of how this thing works. And just the way that you're able to do it. Yeah, we deal with a serious thing a day at a time, right? People like us, we try to do the best we can without drinking and using. But after that, look at the life. You have an amazing son who's the size of a 14-year-old. I saw you guys talking about that. Your mother probably enjoys taking your phone call to celebrate her birthday. I've yet to meet your parents, but I've seen them in action. And I just wanted to call and tell you, man, keep doing what you're doing. I absolutely love you. It's good to see you, and it's good to connect with you on this platform. And lastly, everybody at the Rich Eisen Show, for me, has been such a beautiful part of my life for the past six years because you guys, whether you know it or not, have got me through some difficult times. And to be able to tune in and shut my head off and listen to the laughter and listen to the fun banter, fellas, I'm truly, truly grateful for everything you guys do. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Let's keep the positivity going. I don't know if Del Tufo's there. If he is, what's up? If he's not, too bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sully, man, appreciate you coming to our lives, man. Have a great day, brother. We've talked about Sully before. uh, Thank you for uh, introducing us to Sully. Yeah, Yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, I brought him when I hosted one time. He came by and and met you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He's exactly right, though, in terms of building friendships through this process. Uh, you know, he's a perfect example of somebody who taught me to be part of the solution, stay out of the result, just do what you're supposed to do every single day. Um, kind of like what our next guest, Bob Nightingale, does. He he reports the Major League Baseball news, and guess what? There was a, oh a lot of it Still yesterday. Going Still going on. Still man. going on. We're going to talk to him a little bit more about what happened yesterday, what it means for the future, in particular, the NL West. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. One of my favorite guests, and I'm not just saying that because you're sitting right here. I think you are. I, uh, <laughs> what are you on, steroids I or something? I am actually on steroids, Brian Cranston. 
Last flag flying in select theaters now. We're going to have to disqualify this show because of your steroid use. You know what? I thought about that yeah. before taking that steroid. Now, so wouldn't it be it. disheartening yeah. if you took the steroid and you had the best show ever? <laughs> then you'd go, oh, my God. Oh, I have to take more steroids. How can you go off the steroids? I guess that is the conundrum. Ooh. That every good thing you know, that it wasn't a great show. So good actually, for you. Actually, it, it's it's been a great show so far. <laughs> Since you and I last spoke here on this show, uh, your Dodgers went to the World Series. There was that five-hour game that went in that was insane. It was insane. I, I and I am proud to say. I stuck around to extra innings for that night. It was because I did see some people in this town, people that you would know, people that we have all seen on television. Call them out. I can't do it. Do it. I can't. You're on steroids. What the hell do you care? (laughs) (laughs) I do have that as a fallback position, do I not? But I would never do that to you. It is. Uh, Your Honor, I was on steroids at the time when I made that comment. (laughs) When somebody from Arrested Development got up. Yes. But, uh. Jason Bateman, you've been had in your face, Jason. There's a lot of people. I'm disappointed, Jason. Will Arnett? Wow, but it wasn't. (laughs) Better call Saul now. Uh Okay, we're getting to the part. We're getting there. Where where it moves? It's we're moving slowly. We're moving like Tortuga. We're moving that slowly. Okay, but we're getting to the part where Walter White could show up. Are we seeing Walter White anytime soon? Well, I'll tell you this as an exclusive on the Rich Eisen show. Nice putting we the mug. Well, no, no, no. Without, so, without the mug. There it is. There, there, there's the exclusive. It just amazes me seeing in Better Call Saul the number of characters whose demise eventually is met because of your character. Is Ooh, me? I know exactly. It is remarkable how yeah. each and every one of them yeah. eventually has to be undone. I unfortunately have that association. It, if I spend any amount of time uh, with someone, they end up dying surprisingly. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest you get life insurance. <laughs> um, you know, you want to protect your family. And yeah, everything, so. everything you do that. Okay. Sorry. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. Yesterday was a sporting day. Yeah. And it continued into last night. It's continued into today. Um, joining us now from US Today Sports, um, Bob Nightingale, to talk to us about all this baseball movement and what it means for your favorite team out there. Bob, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks, man. Um, First off, let's start with my Cubs, okay? Because uh, I bought all these jerseys five years ago around <laughs> the World Series time, and now they're um, obsolete. Uh, Rizzo's gone. Chris Bryant's numbers were out there in terms of Kyle Schwarber is now with the Boston Red Sox. What, what, what are the Cubs doing? I mean, it wasn't just long too long ago where they were winning a World Series. Yeah, they want to rebuild. I mean, they uh, they tried to lock up Rizzo in spring training, offered him five years at seventy million. Uh, you know, he turned it down. You know, Bryant, they've offered a guy like $200 million a couple of years ago. He turned that down. So I think they just said, you know, time has come. Our, our window was shut. They haven't won a uh, you know, playoff game since 2017. 
and now is the time. So, uh, yeah, I, I think they're going to be you know down for a few years now, rebuilding that thing. All right, so let's talk to let's talk to uh, Bob Nightingale here from the USA Today Sports a little bit about some of those big moves. All right, the the one out here in LA everybody's talking about. Uh, Max Scherzer was the name. Um, floating around with a bunch of different teams, the Red Sox, the Padres. Looks like it's going to be to the Dodgers with Trey Turner um, with that move. How does that solidify the Dodgers' chances at making another run at a World Series? Oh, great move. Uh, I mean, Trey Turner is unbelievable. I know we all know about Scherzer's resume, but Turner's probably one of the top ten players in baseball. Terrific shortstop, can play different positions too. Would prefer to stay at shortstop. You know, maybe they can move Seager to second base. You know, if uh, Turner has his wishes, but a uh, you know Scherzer on, on top of that rotation. So we have rotation. You know, with the uh, you know Walker Bueller, uh, Scherzer, and, and Kershaw, very tough to beat. So you know they're all in. Uh, you know they get, they got about a two hundred seventy-five million dollar payroll, so they should be all in. Right, biggest in uh, baseball history. But a uh, you know just things haven't gone right. I mean they lose. Uh, you know, lose Bauer. You know, probably won't pitch. You know, won't pitch the rest of the year. Dustin May, and uh, you know, Kershaw's been out with some nagging injuries too. Yeah, big move for this uh, Dodgers team trying to repeat. Um, you, we talked about the Rizzo move a little bit. Goes to the Yankees. Going to play first base for them. A- added bat. Uh, surprisingly enough, for how poorly at times this Yankees team has played, they found a way to stay above five hundred and put themselves in a, in a chance to make a run at the playoffs. This addition of Rizzo going to be a difference maker? Uh, it, you know, Gallo and Rizzo, I think, you know, should give them a boost to get a wild card spot. I don't see him making up nine games on the Red Sox. Uh, you know, they're just, they're not that, they're not that good. And they, uh, they still need some pitching. They're trying to get a starter and relief pitcher as we speak. Uh, you know, there's still a lot of strikeouts in that lineup. So we'll see what happens. But it puts them in position at least. To get a wild card spot, then you have Cole pitching a wild card game, so then you're you know back to square one. So you know they're going for this thing, and while also staying below the uh, lecture tax. Kyle Schwarber, uh, Cubs hero, Cubs fans, uh, we watch him bounce around, and now he's going to end up in Boston. Chris Brockman here, loving that addition. Where is he going to play? What kind of uh, impact will he make for this Boston Red Sox team that seemingly? Starting to run away with the AL East. Well, they're going to try to play him at first base. Uh, see what happens. He hasn't played first base, but you know nobody thought he could play left field, and he was fine in left field. Uh, he was athletic enough, but you know he can play first base. Couldn't play left field. Obviously, DH. Uh, you know he will probably won't be healthy for a couple more weeks. Um, you know, but but then he'll be a uh, you know could be impactful player. Uh, we you know, we saw what he did in Washington with that. 10-day stretch where we hit 12 home runs. So he should help He should help them out. Yeah, definitely. It's fun to to see all these former Cubs go off to have great careers everywhere else, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bob, this is Chris here. Uh, the AL East now is just looking like it's going to be absolutely bananas down the stretch with the Blue Jays acquiring Jose Barrios. Are you surprised that the Blue Jays are making a run at this? Are you surprised that the Yankees were buyers here at the deadline? Well, the, you know, the Blue Jays are going back home for the first time in 270 days today uh, at the uh, Rogers Center in Toronto. And I think they wanted to make a splash. You know, get Berrios for uh, one more year after this. They trade away two of their top prospects, and usually uh, they haven't done that. 
uh, this trade deadline, we're seeing teams, you know, trade more prospects than ever. You know, Yankees trade away uh, with six prospects now uh, in, in having those teams pay the money to keep them down below the luxury tax. So it used to be that teams are trying to protect their prospects a lot. But now I think people are saying, you know what, prospects are cool, but, you know, parades, parades are cooler. <laughs> Uh, we're talking with Bob Nightingale, USA Today MLB uh, columnist. Uh, I think surprising a lot of people, the San Francisco Giants have made this NL West a very interesting division. Padres were in the mix for the Max Scherzer sweepstakes. Uh, Their bats have been extremely powerful this year, uh, and the Dodgers went in a different direction to try to solidify them as the, the dominant force. Where do you see this division shaking out? And if there is one weakness with the Dodgers right now, it kind of continues to be maybe that that closing bullpen. Kenley Jansen, some of those things that have happened in particular late in games. Where do you think the Dodgers have to shore up everything to, to try to repeat uh, this season? Well, yeah, I'm with you. They could use another reliever, and I think they'll get another reliever. I mean, they've talked to the Cubs about Craig Kimbrell. You know, I, I think it's going to be too steep of a price, but maybe they say, you know what? We're all in. We'll, we'll put that payroll at you know two hundred eighty-five million dollars and give up more prospects for Kimbrel. Uh, so they got the uh, inv- prospect inventory to do so. Right. But yeah, I think they. Uh, you know, Kelly Jansen was having an all-star first half. Uh, you know, he's, he's scuffled here. I just don't. I think they need another arm to help that out. I mean, they. Uh, you know, Joe Kelly's been you know dependable when he's healthy, but otherwise it's been uh, you know those guys haven't produced. So I'm with you. I think they got to get one more reliever if they really want to uh, shut this thing down. All righty. Bob Nightingale, everybody from USA Today, talking to us all about the ongoings the last few days. Um, we'll have you back soon, probably when all these trades become final and, uh, and we're rolling towards the end of the season. Bob, thanks for joining us. Sure, my pleasure. Thank you, guys. Bob Nightingale, everybody. USA Today, Major League Baseball columnist. Um, I like Bob's take. It's kind of nonchalant, like, hey, you know, this is, this is going to be helpful, but, you know, you already kind of have a pretty good idea where things are, especially in the AL East. That, 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 uh, that division is nuts, though. I mean, yeah. I, know, I know Boston does have a lead right now, but Tampa is, is so strong. Right. And now the Blue Jays add a big-time pitcher, and the Yankees are buyers now, even though, like, as Bob pointed out, the two players they added still strike out a lot, but they are going to provide some more offense. So I thought the Yankees would be in on a reliever. Their, their Chapman has just been brutal this season. But it's definitely, I mean, you said the Sox are kind of running away with it. I mean, I like you hear, I like hearing that from you. Right. But I don't necessarily think that's the case. I mean, they still have, I think, 13 games left with Tampa. They still have four games left with Toronto, six more left with the Yankees. Like, there's still a lot of baseball left to be played, and so no, you know, I know it's July 30th, but no lead is safe. How how incredible has it been this year? I don't, and I don't know why. If it's just, it, it seems to be trending in this direction where you have multiple teams uh, in the division. Like you know, there's always been a team that kind of has run away with it, or maybe one more team that that vies for it. But this year, there's 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 like three and four teams in some divisions that are staying at the top, and with games against their divisional rivals and opponents to finish out the season, I think it's going to make for an incredibly you know, exciting late summer run with, with Major League Baseball. Yeah, I think so, too. There's just there's a lot of teams still alive. You yep. know, Normally in Major League Baseball every year, there's just a handful of teams who you think can actually have a chance to win the World Series. 
but it feels like there's no clear-cut front runner. Uh, you know, Boston has one of the best records in the AL, but are, am I confident in the win the World Series? No, definitely not. Houston's been awesome this year. Chicago, uh, the White Sox have a tremendous pitching staff. They have three top flight, you know, top flight guys at the top there. We were talking about Otani yesterday with Joe Madden. Um, it's going to be great. I'm excited for, an, you know, August with the NFL back, and then August, you know, the pennant race is really heating up. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. TJ, the Mets, you were talking earlier. Mm-hmm. What are they going to Are they going to make a move here? It seems like some of my uh, college Met fan friends, they're really wanting Chris Bryant. Yeah, I think everybody wants Chris Bryant. Um, I kind of sat there, you know, I was very I into the draft last night. <laughs> yeah, I know you want to keep him. I was into the draft last night, but I kept my eye on everything yeah. going on like and yeah. i'm watching the dodgers just like like thanos just add more stones to the glove infinity stones and it's just like all right mets like uh, what are we doing here and nothing but we'll see i mean there's still some time well, i know I mean, ryan leaf does not want chris bryant to leave no and, and, and the mets better do something because the braves are making tons of moves they just got eddie rosario from cleveland and now they get back adam duvall from miami and the braves have been coming on strong the last couple of weeks. Yeah, the Mets have been holding off everybody all year, though. But And also, we've suffered a lot of injuries. Like, yeah. I don't know that how many games we've played with our initial starting lineup. Um, we'll, we'll see. They, they got to do something. Because you're right. I, I'm afraid of the Braves. They always seem to have our number. They're, so, they're making a run. Probably, probably makes your, your, your better half pretty happy. Yeah, they're oh starting goodness. to play but without, better, huh? Without their best Seriously. player, though, it, it still sucks to see. Who does? That injury is... Yeah. It was seeing was, Acuna go down just it's bad for business. And you don't see ACL injuries in baseball. It's not it's they, rare. Yeah, it's not a common injury like the NFL or, or the NBA. So yeah, super tough. One of the most exciting young players in baseball. And so hopefully he can bounce back and um come back next year and be the player that we've we've come to see and appreciate. Uh, I'm I'm just excited. Uh you know, I live in the in the we all live in the NL West footprint here with the Dodgers and the Padres and that kind of rivalry and the Giants and Dodgers which has always been there and they're all sitting at the top and uh, they're going to get to play each other here uh, a bunch over the next few weeks. Uh, hopefully, I'm I can try to get away and get get to see some of those games. Chavez Ravine in the fall or late summer is is incredibly fun right. place to be. It gets loud. The weather's great. You know, you can indulge on just a more absorbent amount of, of, of crap food like nachos and uh, Dodger dogs. And Now that you're this lean, mean, like fitness model in your mid-40s, uh-huh, Ryan, uh-huh. do you, what do your cheat days look like? And when you go to Dodger Stadium, do you indulge oh, in like a God, few yes. hot dogs and the helmet nachos and the, the ice cream sundaes? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, once I hit my like goal weight, like once I got down to like 225, I've been between like 225 and 230 over the last six months. And so now, you know, I eat what I want when I want. Uh, I mean, it's not like, like every day that way. I still, I still eat right when I'm, but if I go somewhere or if I'm going to a Dodgers game or I'm, we're going out to a big dinner or something like that, I'm not, I'm not going to be like, Oh God, I need to I'll make sure I just get this, 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 and this. No, I'm going to have the, I'm going to have the 32 ounce uh, Tomahawk, you know, <laughs> right. right. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get, you know, five Dodger dogs and uh, a bucket of nachos. <laughs> I swear the other day, well, we get these seats. We get those those baseline club seats, whatever they are, right? Fancy, Where you fancy seats. You have the little the little table there, and then you have a, a, a waiter who comes by, and you just 
you don't know how long it's going to take them to get back to you. Right. So you just go. So, so I just go, hey, can I get some nachos? Can I get like four Dodger dogs? Can I get two bags of peanuts? Can, so I get it, get it all. And that's just I go until like they come back. And if I if I get to them, I get to them. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, I just I, I love <laughs> indulging. And now that movie theaters are back open, mm-hmm. that's that's. There's a little worry in me that the the pounds are going to start. Oh no, really? Adding up just because the movie theaters are bad. Wow, the popcorn, the sour patch kids, I'm a, the, the goobers. Yeah. I am a I'm an uh, AMC A list member. That's what you, you, you have a little card, right? I have the little card, right? That that uh, I can go to three movies a week for 19.95 a month. So I can go to 12 movies a month. For the price of one movie. Wow, that's amazing. It's a great deal. Now, the matter is, are you going to go to 12 movies in a month? No, of course not. Now, I, 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 the pandemic, I never did, but they were great. They, they shut it down. They paused it. They didn't make you pay for anything that allowed it to go. But I am that guy. Like, I have a ton of anxiety around being alone, uh, not doing anything. Like, if, like if, so I'll either go out and walk or I'll, I'll just go do something to be active. And now that movie theaters are back and there are some right down the street from my house that, I'll just go to the theater like it's like noon, like at twelve thirty on a on a Thursday, and I got nothing going on for a couple hours. I'll pop into the theater; it won't cost me anything. But what I tend to do is I'll go over and I'll I'll buy the nachos or I'll yeah. buy the milk duds or and popcorn, extra butter. So I have to really compartmentalize, like maybe eat before I go to the theater and stuff like that. But sometimes it's just spur of the moment. Like I'll be driving back, like right, right now, after the show, I'll be driving back and I'm like, okay, I got, I got to do NFL radio on Sirius XM at three o'clock. So I'm going to have literally three hours in between, you know? Um, I'm not a guy that can sit on the couch really and watch just what kind of watch TV. I feel like I have to go do stuff like that. So maybe I'm driving back and I just go, ah, maybe I'll pop in here to pop the theater and, and catch a film. I think there's a, there's a couple new Stillwater with uh, Matt Damon. That's right. Is out here. It's really, really, really good. Um, Black Whale. You got Space Jam. We got all kinds. Of I, I don't. Right th- now. Space Jam. You can get streaming. I think right on okay. HBO Max. Yeah. 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 So if there's things you can get streaming right now, I'll I'll stay uh, I'll stay in the boudoir at night before I go to sleep and maybe throw it on. Don Cheadle, friend of golfing friend of mine. He's he's in in Space Jam. So maybe I'll watch it to support him. I have not met LeBron yet. Have you guys met LeBron yet? No, no. I only, I've only seen him at the, the Lakers uh, media day or whatnot. Okay. LeBron, uh, if, you're, uh, if you're also a fan of mine, as I am of yours, of course, you know, uh, next time we do the show, welcome you to come on the show, right? Yeah, you're just course. down the street here in Brentwood. Wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron could, uh, he could play golf with us if he wants. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants. He can pretty much do whatever he wants. Yeah. We'll, we'll, <laughs> LeBron we'll, James. We'll allow. We'll allow. All right. Um, <laughs> maybe I can go on the barbershop show. The shop. That would be amazing. Yeah. Ah, HBO Max. We love you. We're available. Yeah. Well, Peacock. We hey, Ryan, love Peacock you know what, even more. You know what they did to we me? We love Peacock way, way more. Way yeah. more. Way more. I went to the theater for the first time like two weeks ago. We were, the week we were on vacation, I went right. to like a noon show and I went and I was going to get a small popcorn because I ain't need a large. And the girl looks at me, she goes, well, I got to be honest with you. Like the small popcorn is five fifty. The large popcorn is $5. So you're probably better off getting the large popcorn. And I was trying to argue with this, but I was like, all right, just, I guess I'll save the 50 cents and get like the, the bigger popcorn, which of course I didn't finish, but. Well, then, then that's where you take the stand. You look her in the eye and go, lady, <laughs> want the small. <laughs> the reason I want the small is because I don't 
Because I want to be small. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to eat the whole bag. I don't eat this whole thing. And if you give me the whole bag... I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I have a problem with that, too, sitting down at meals sometimes. I've gotten better at it. Um, portion control. Portion control, not eating every single... You know, like... The, the family I stayed with on Wednesday night made me this incredible dinner with a huge T-bone steak and salad and potato wedges, and I'm like... Oof. Oh, this is great, you know. But I mean, either my stomach shrunk a little bit, or um, or it just wasn't wasn't. I'm just not as hungry as as I am. Yeah. And so I didn't eat it all, but um, and that was okay, you know. I mean, just put it away, save it, maybe for some steak and eggs the next morning, there you know. You oh my God. Reasonable people. <laughs> Reasonable people in a <laughs> so pandemic, I'm everybody. So now. Uh, yeah, I am kind of starving. Starving now. <laughs> When we come back, uh, we're going to dive in a little bit to the NBA side of it. I know you guys have some really strong opinions about what went down with the draft and what went down with some trades. I have an interesting uh, depiction of what the L.A. Lakers did. We'll get to that when we come back. You're listening to The Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Leaf. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. This summer, I'm doing a, um, a mixtape mm-hmm. called Basketballs. Okay. Y'all are like, I'm going to get a bunch of basketball Can I... players. Can you you want to uh, do an intro or something? No, I would like to be part of it. You play instrument? I do not. All right. <laughs> what can you do? Can you rap? Uh, I've, I I believe I've got bars. For a Grammy award-winning artist, I believe. Do we have? Do We We don't you have that. bars, too? I'll, I'll pull it in. I'll oh, pull it on. in. You... Ice-T was on the podcast version Ice-T of this show. Ice-T <laughs> <laughs> wow. God, what do you mean he doesn't count? What do you mean Ice T doesn't count? Ice T don't count, man. <laughs> why? Because he's been in an insurance commercial. <laughs> I mean, is that why? And so many other things. <laughs> when you've been in Law and Order, you, you no longer count. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No yeah. kidding. <laughs> I didn't know that. Because I rapped for him, and he told me he made it seem like I had bars. Okay, yeah, roll, roll you know. it, roll it for uh, for Baron Davis here, please. Go for it. Here we go. My name's Rich Eisen. I have a podcast. Miss a scheduled appearance, and I'll put you on blast. New York is my home, the island of Staten. I've conquered Bristol, even Manhattan. Now I'm on the West Coast, relaxing and chill, living on the mead streets of Beverly Hill. Oh, man. Rapping isn't my forte, in case you couldn't tell. I'm more relaxed on the network, NFL. That was Cole right there. You way better than a lot of rappers that are making <laughs> yes! records right now. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Look on Baron Davis's face right now. <laughs> it has not changed for all 40 seconds. You, you want me in or not? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, Rich Eisen. You can be, hey, you can be on Ice T next hour. Ice T, man, that was. Why did he you know say what? that to you? You know what? Because first of all, why he was, would he say that? He was just trying to not saying that the raps was bad, but it wasn't like it was a bad rap. It's a it's it's a good rap for a sports announcer, but for him to actually nice I, to be a hater. Are you saying that he game was not recognizing game? Is it no, what you're no, saying? No, no, yeah. I mean, that was just whatever game y'all was playing. You know was, why? Because <laughs> I was playing buddy ball. You know what I needed to do? I needed to I needed to put my area code in there. Isn't that what the, is no, that what is missing? The seven one eight. You have no hand movements. You have no swag. It's not just like words. You gotta like, you gotta feel what you're saying. Well, maybe I need to get. I'm gonna I, get you in the studio. Please. I'm putting you on this album. Will too. you do this? Yep. Will you please? Yep. I'm, I'm putting you on the intro. Look, on this album. I have been I've been invited to do things by people, and I then show up and do them. No, no, no. I got you. You I will. Got you. Yes. Now, who will do? I write myself. Like, how do I write it? No, we got you. You do. You'll help. You're a writer, so we'll we'll no, sit in and we'll we sit in the studio. We'll write, listen to the beat, mix it up, and then we'll put. You know, Baron Davis. Nice. This is going to happen. This is happening for sure. Welcome back, everybody, to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm here with T.J. Jefferson. Yes, sir. Jason Feller and Chris Brockman. I'm Ryan Leaf. Uh, how about a little uh, for ball and country, everybody? Huh? Don't miss the Peacock original docuseries for ball and country. Get a behind-the-scenes look at the 2021 training camp in Las Vegas. Plus, catch never-before-seen footage of past Olympic players. For Ball and Country is streaming now on Peacock. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. They looked pretty good against Iran the other night. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> what has been your takeaway, guys, from the Olympics a little bit? It's, uh, I, I, I don't know. I mean, for as much as gone into the Simone Biles uh, story, uh, the courageous um decision to step aside uh, because of her uh, her mental health um, is incredibly disappointing. And when I say that, it's got to be tenfold for her, right? It's like anything, any kind of injury you have, an ankle injury, a foot injury, anything like that, a brain injury to keep you out of an event that you only get to participate in every four years, right? Uh, people make many different assumptions and conversations about this but it's incredibly disappointing for her uh it has to be and that's that's even that's the there's a positive to it in terms of taking care of yourself mentally and then the disappointing heartbreak of not being able to compete at something you're so good at and what you've trained and been ready for it seems like the olympics though we lead in in medals once again by by one medal i believe right now um but it seems like there's the u.s olympics has been a bit disappointing i don't know maybe i'm not nuanced enough and watched it enough to feel like it hasn't been a bit disappointing maybe all the headlines have had a little more disappointment D- disappointing in terms of what the team usa's performance yes like like oh, okay. it feels like there's been a lot more disappointment katie ledecky not winning as many in the swimming pool she gotcha, won the 1500 gotcha. i understand it's the first time it's ever been done um it, it just kind of feels a little less than. I think uh, no crowd, no families, yep. no fans. Um, the, that has to the, be. the time also, you know, we can't really watch it live 
in the states. Um, it's in, in the eve. I guess the e- evening here on the West Coast is live, right? In Japan, but it seems like all the all the events and all the results are kind of happening while we're sleeping, and then we kind of wake up and hear what happens, and then watch it on tape delay twelve hours later at night. On so it's like that's been kind of frustrating, but. Okay. Um, I was ready to not really be into the Olympics this year with the delay and the no fans and whether it should happen or not. But I, I, I find myself, as soon as I get home, I'm flipping between the four different channels, just whether it's water polo or the beach volleyball. So, you, so you've, so you've I'm been in, in it. I'm, I'm in. Yeah, okay. I'm kind of locked in. It's been really fun. It's, it's been, been hard for me, but, I, but that's it. not saying a lot because I don't, I don't really watch much TV at all. Yeah. It's hard to with a three-and-a-half-year-old, as you know. Yeah, um, yeah. The U.S. women's soccer team. One last night on a penalty kick by Megan Rapino to elevate them to the semifinals. I I, I remember them losing three nil in the first uh, match uh, in in the bracket yeah. uh, pool play, and now they're playing for a semifinal. So essentially to get to the championship, right? Yeah. So they won overnight as well. Um, beat the Netherlands. They had tied. Went to extra time. Went to PKs. And Megan Rapino took it home. Yeah, so they advanced to the semifinals. So it looks like they're they're on their way to a medal, which is obviously awesome. One of the most dominant teams in world history, the U.S. women's soccer team. So love watching them play. I was watching some women's rugby yesterday. Wow. Just, ew, man, oh, man. Table tennis has been exciting. I was super locked into the skateboarding, and now track and field is starting back up. I was watching some 400 hurdles yesterday. We were having dinner Wednesday night, and the TV was on out by there, and, and the, the U.S. men's basketball uh, game against Iran was on, and it was dismantling. And then there was the the kayaking? Like the, yeah. yeah. The man-made river? Yeah, the, the kayaking man-made. stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. That was, that was, that was interesting. It's intense. I, I mean, they've it's hard literally, to figure it out. But. It's hard to figure it out. I'm not sure. It's, it's kind of like the slalom and skiing. you got to, like, get around each of these right. markers. But you're right. They they built this. Man-made river. They, they built a man-made river, and they're controlling the water flow and everything. And right in the middle of this, it's, it's crazy. The surfing has been nuts because it's been raining in Japan, and so there's the winds, and there's really a lot of weather going on in Japan at the moment now. So the surfing has been awesome because the waves are just out of this world. And the one thing I do know about the kayaking is you have to be really strong. Oh, like poor. watching them... Try to turn that kayak yeah. and that like you could just like wow man like those. <laughs> it's not anything for the with water. Yeah, water. My son's going through swimming lessons right now, and the instructor talks to him about how powerful water is, getting it into his young mind about how dangerous it can be, how powerful it is. That's exactly right. When you got all that force, that water, they have to be incredibly powerful to yeah. move an object plus a human being through these gates during that process. Um, we talked about the NBA, and last night was the NBA draft. Yeah. Um, was there a lot of hoopla around it? <laughs> or did it just kind of come out of nowhere? I, well, you know, as we talked about yesterday, college sports the last two years have been really rough. Yeah, it's been tough. Just because of the pandemic and everything. So I know, as I told him personally, like, Normally, every year on ESPN, they have like a mock draft board where you go in, do like a little click a few buttons, you know, play around. Put, with your, own, put your own draft board yeah. together. Yeah. And um, this was the first year I didn't do it because I just I wasn't familiar with, with the guys. These guys as much as I usually am. So I kind of looked at it differently last night. I was le- actually learning about these players as you know, before I always knew who the top 
Here's the, here's the, if you're watching here on Peacock TV, the top 10 here, we'll go through it for everybody listening on the radio. The number one overall pick to the Detroit Pistons, uh, I think was a no-brainer. I think this was set in stone for quite a while. Yeah. Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State, that point guard, very, very big, strong, physical point guard out of Oklahoma State that, that made them on a, took them on a long run last year. Jay Billis compared him to Grant Hill, which is, yeah, know, I'm a huge that. Grant Hill fan, that. and that's a great compliment. So. Well, going to Detroit, too, the yeah. comparisons will only continue going on there. The Rockets at number two took Jalen Green, who was out of the G League uh, shooting guard. Uh, and then there's some Pac-12 characters that start showing up. Evan Mobley, who was a one-and-done at USC, got this team to, I believe, the Elite Eight uh, against the Oregon, uh, the Oregon or the Sweet 16 against the Oregon Ducks. Um, he is a seven-footer uh, who can handle the ball and, and do some, some neat things. He will go to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, the Toronto Raptors grab Scotty Barnes out of Florida State at number four. Then... Uh, you know, the big story a year ago out of Gonzaga, Jalen Suggs, yeah. the point guard there. Uh, he goes to the Orlando Magic at number five. Uh, at six, the Oklahoma City Thunder get Josh Giddy from break Australia. Out the What's that? I said, break out the Vegemite. Vegemite. <laughs> Vegemite sandwich. Down in Oklahoma City, the Warriors, Jonathan Kuminga out of the G League, huh? G League had a, was represented. Yeah, yeah. representative in the top yeah. 10. Frank Wagner. Franz. Franz Wagner. Franz Wagner. Franz. Did I say Frank? Frank Wagner? That is, that is the, maybe the most American way I could have put that down for everybody right now. Franz Wagner. Well, you're, you're pretty far away from the screen. So, I know, yeah. and I have bad eyes, so I'm squinting here. Yeah, Franz Wagner. Yeah, uh, Orlando, right? Orlando had a really good draft. Yeah, yeah. They get Jalen Suggs and and Franz Wagner from Michigan. Two great (laughs) defensive players too. So Uh, the Sacramento Kings at number nine, Davion Mitchell out of Baylor. Mm -hmm. Like that, like that a lot. And then another Pac-12 player rounds out the top ten to the Dallas Mavericks. Memphis Grizzlies, see? They look my eyes. Yeah, I needed to get the Zaire Williams. <laughs> That's, I mean, I, it, to me, I'm looking at the screen, guys. It looks like a little blue thing with a black. Yeah, black it does. it's hard to tell so. that. That's the Grizzlies right. logo. Yeah. I'm looking. At right, right. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> it's like blue on blue. So, <laughs> so that's your top ten. That that wasn't necessarily all the big news, right? The big news was the trade. No, the big news is yeah, the Lakers getting Russell Westbrook from the Washington Wizards. So now the Lakers got a big three here: LeBron. Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. Now. Kuzma, Montrez, KCP out. Yep. Kuzma has just been kind of that flirtatious, uh, you know, dangling, you know, branch of... of dangling carrot. We're going to just dangling that carrot for years, right? Yeah. And I, and I know we're up against it here, but in a weird way, I feel bad for Kuz, man. Like He's played extremely hard. He's well. played hard. He's played well. They have new systems every year. LeBron comes in. His role has changed so many different times. Like, he just... Ultimately, wasn't a fit, so it was time for him to move on. Well, when we get back, we're going to talk in some NFL with our friend Steve Weish uh, um, about what's going on there. But we'll probably get into some uh, basketball stuff with Rich Eisen, too, a little bit later. You're listening to The Rich Eisen Show here on Westwood One. I'm Ryan Leaf. We'll be right back. Okay, so you guys talked about this. And my thought process around the Westbrook trade, I, I it seems splashy. It seems, it's, it's Russell Westbrook, so right. it, it seems... But what this team truly needed and what they dismissed of was some three-point shooting. Now, TJ, you believe they're going to figure out a way. They'll go out and find some shooters to complement 
LeBron like they always do. And yeah, you know, as, as the number one Laker hater, Ryan, I hate to see them do well, but I just have a feeling you're going to get vets. You're going to get people who are going to want to come okay. and, and play with them. So Russell they, Russell Westbrook, the only time that they've actually been any good. Uh, and got to the finals to play against LeBron back in the day was when it was James Harden, Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook. Is this a, right. is this the same type of thing? Does Russell finally get into a position where he's going to have a couple other guys that are going to help complement him enough to get him back to an NBA Finals? Here's the thing. Russ is a guy that needs to dominate the ball. Right. And the other guy, LeBron, is a guy that needs to dominate the ball. And what the Lakers really need are shooters, and Russell Westbrook is one of the worst three-point shooters in the NBA. I don't understand this move. I don't understand how it makes him better. It's super splashy, and everyone's going to go nuts. Oh, we got a big three now. But on paper, I, don't, I mean, who fills out the rest of the roster? Is it- if they were playing in the big three, yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, but is it Andre Drummond? Does THT now start? Like, who? what pieces do they have left to trade to get Buddy Heald? They're going to have to rely on veterans to come in, take a minimum, just to play with LeBron for a chance at a championship. I don't know who's going to – I'm sure there'll be somebody. They should, they should really sign Joe Johnson from the big three, to be honest, but <laughs> – I don't. I don't know. I don't know how they fill out the rest of this roster. Yeah, it's going to be difficult. I, I didn't necessarily like this trade, uh, though. I I do buy my vehicles from Russell Westbrook uh, Dodge Jeep. Uh, I went and got mine serviced there last week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's back home with all his uh, his businesses um, where he went to college at UCLA. Back home playing for the hometown Lakers. It is. It's a splashy trade. Splashy. Yeah. I put this up as a poll last night, TJ, on the show account. I'm sure you saw it at Rich Eisen show. 2022 NBA title, who you got? Lakers, Bucks, Nets, the field. Ooh. I like I, I, right. I like the Nets and Bucks, probably. Yeah. I mean I like that's a tough I like one, the man. Suns. It's tough, right? it's tough. I like the West. Right now the field is leading forty one percent. Check that out at Rich Eisen Show. No, I, there's one one of those three teams, I I think. Yeah. All right. All right, we'll get to see Steve Weish when we come back. You're listening to the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Ryan Lee, filling in for Rich. Talk to you in a minute.